And if you are going to help out with um, the camping, we need to know right away. That way we can get the week. Because if they fill up, you can't, you know, again, if, they, if enough campers come in in uh, a certain week, they, they close out um, the summer. They close out that week. And when they're full, they're full. So um, if you're planning on helping or would like to be there or would like to go, please let us know as soon as possible to get that in. So today we're talking about um, the light of our lives, Jesus Christ, and that how that his word is a light to our path. And Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16, and this is in the Message Bible, here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a basket or under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. And now that I put you there on a hilltop on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. And then Psalm 119, verse 105 by your words, I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. <laughs> and it doesn't sing, I'm not going to sing, you light up my life. Okay? <laughs> That's good. All right. So the audience that um, Matthew is writing and what it's speaking of here, Jesus is speaking. And the audience in here in Matthew chapter 5 was... Jesus is talking about what they should be and how that, you know, the, 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 the disciples and the followers of Christ are to be. And then he goes into this discourse here about the light and salt, salt and light. And having described the appropriate lifestyle of disciples, um, that this lifestyle is compared to a light. And when you live this way, people notice. So when you are a light shining in darkness, people notice. So if we want to recognize how that Jesus Christ and the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ is to affect us, it is as, as if it were light in darkness. If it is as putting salt on food. And so it has a definite effect. Anybody ever dump too much salt on something? <laughs> it has a definite effect. My dad used to put salt on butter bread. He craved salt. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I would did somebody else do that? She craves just loves salt. Yeah. My 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 one one friend he would say, uh, never be disappointed, salt first. You know. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter, you know, just grab the salt shaker and throw it on there. It's gotta salt it. So salt has a definite effect upon the product, upon what you have. And so Jesus is saying, in, in prior to the verse 14, he's talking about salt, and then he talks about light. And he explains that a professed disciple, anyone who is a disciple of Jesus Christ, does not live their lifestyle um, without light. They are as, as a light on a hill or salt on food. And so if you don't allow your light to shine, it's as if you are tasteless salt and in an invisible light. Everybody see my invisible light? I'm shining it out there on you. 
it's glaring, right? <laughs> There's no light. Yeah, we should light that up in the dark. Yeah. So we, you know, what does invisible light look like? <laughs> it isn't there. Blah. <laughs> so we know that, um, that the light, there is no such thing as invisible light, and that the salt that always has, you know, the salt that is worthy of the name salt has its effect upon whatever has taste to it. It's a good thing that there are such a large number of people profess that they are Christians, but it's a bad thing that 85% of the people who profess Jesus Christ as their Savior or profess Christianity say that they... Um, that their faith doesn't have a genuine effect upon them. So there are people who believe in Jesus Christ, say they're a Christian, but their faith doesn't have an effect upon their life. And if you take that large percentage of people and stick them in this, these verses here, we find that Jesus is saying, if your faith doesn't have an effect of light and salt, then something is wrong with your faith. It really isn't a life-changing faith. So we live in a Christian country, we think. <laughs> uh, maybe not anymore. But we live in this country that gives permission and gives place for anyone's faith in so many different religions. But we have this freedom of our faith that we have a responsibility to have a relationship with Jesus Christ in such a way that it affects our life to the point other people notice. So we don't live our life to be noticed. Hey, look at me, I'm a Christian. You know, do, do this, do that, you know. <laughs> I remember one individual, uh, uh, it was a long time ago, uh, so you don't know him. So <laughs> there was this one individual that he, he would... Well, how can I say this? Maybe I won't. Uh, <laughs> it is not very, it's not, it's a derogatory statement, so forget it. But anyhow, we've all known Christians who profess to be one thing and declare one thing and their life is totally the other. And that's not the type of life that Jesus is, is, is speaking about. He's talking about a life that is able to, to give the light of Jesus Christ, that we are who we are by the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God works in us, works in our thoughts, and works in our, in our doings, in our vocabulary, and where we walk, and what we write, and what we read, what we watch. These things are part of our character, and the character of Christ is there to help us filter these things and keep, keep the, e the evil, the, the temptations out of our life so that we can follow Jesus Christ, and that following Christ gives us this assurance in this life and in the life to come, that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And the, the, it is the word of God that is the light to our path. What we read in the Psalms. The, thy word is a, a light unto my feet, a lamp unto my path. And so the light of Jesus Christ is that which is shining through our life, through our actions, to help us take our next step. The good news that is that the truth of Jesus Christ does not rise and fall upon the claims 
of people who are people who claim to be Christians. Jesus Christ and his the life of the church doesn't rise and fall on everybody who says they're a Christian. You know, we have to find, we have to watch out those who are using and manipulating the situation. Well, I'm a Christian, you can believe in me. No. No, let the light shine and through your light and through your actions we will know. You, we will know you are Christians by your love, your love for God and love for others. Jesus himself is the light that shines in our lives. We are, we are a reflection of who Jesus is. The tasteless salt of, and the tasteless Christians will be thrown and trampled underfoot. They're just eaten up by life. But Jesus is not speaking here of good deeds. What he is speaking of here refers to good character, godly character, godly concerns, godly ideas. You know, um, and I, I think uh, uh, that in school and things that, you know, I never thought of this when I was in school, but the idea of how that, the Spirit of God, that we can ask God to help us in our studies. We can, you know, no, it's like uh, the one lady who pr told me to pray because they were taking a test and she failed. And she came back and she says, you didn't pray. And I said, why? She says, I failed the test. I says, well, did you study? Okay, you know. So we, being a Christian isn't that you don't study and then you go and take a test. It's that you study and you ask God for wisdom and understanding of how it works and how that it fits together. And even though it's be, maybe beyond what you sense is your, are your skills and your mindset, God can help you. And even our everyday life, God can help us. We can have in, um, insight. The other day, it was yesterday. Rhonda was, we were at breakfast and we were talking and she says, you know, you need to call so-and-so. I said, yeah, I, I know I haven't spoken to them for a while. And we called up on the message, it was a message so-and-so had called. That very same person called about an hour later and left a message on her phone. You know, and she says, isn't that funny how that happens? I says, no, that's exactly how it's supposed to happen. God uh, confirms what he is doing in our life. He confirms it through ways and intersections of things that you could never plan. You could never plan them and you could never make them happen that way. But God has a way of intersecting our lives with individuals and that's the character of God working through us. In Paul's writing, he calls believers to imitate God. He describes this imitation as walking in love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice to God, that we are imitators of God, walking in love. You see, if there isn't love, none of the gifts work. See, the gifts aren't about doing something for someone. It's about loving someone and then being able to do something for them. It's about loving the church and loving the followers of Christ and then doing something. It isn't doing something and saying, well, why did I do, you know, it is loving first and love becomes the motivator. Why did Jesus, John 3, 16, God so loved the world he gave. We love people, even the unlovable. <laughs> you know, people that are kind of on the fringes. God doesn't have any people on the fringes. All are individuals that he loves and cares for. You see, as an act of service, ministry is simply 
the loving sacrifice of ourselves to God first and then to our neighbors. Love God first and then we see our, that love produced in our service of other individuals. To speak of ministry as salt and light is a series of, of behaviors and characteristics that the light that we are in Christ has a characteristic, has a quality about it, a quality of, of character that we do the things, we do the right things for the right reasons. We follow the path that Christ has given us for the right reasons and that God will direct our steps and God will help us see the dangers that are in front of us. God can help us sidestep those things that would somehow pop out of the, you know, the deer in the headlights. Where did he come from? <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're warned. You know, you need to slow down, David. You ever done that? You need to slow down. You slow down and the deer's on the road. Huh? Where'd that come from? Oh, that's ESP. <laughs> no, that's HS, Holy Spirit. <laughs> You ever know someone's going to call and they call you? Why? Well, how does that happen? Oh, that's just magic. <laughs> no. That's just energy from the spirit of those spirits coming and coming to my spirit and my energy feels them coming. Get, give me a break. I have a hard time with some of these people. <laughs> See, it's either God or it's not. Okay? Do these energy people feel these things and know these things? The answer is yes. But who do they give credit to? The great cosmos of love. The light, the light, it's such a, an enlightening thing. Better watch the lights. Because there's the light of Jesus Christ and there's a light of evil. And Satan can appear as an angel of light. But the distinction and the separation is that it is Jesus Christ who is the light of the world. It is Jesus Christ who is the light of our life. It is Jesus Christ who is the spirit that gives us this insight and this knowledge. Don't attribute unto evil what belongs to God. Hello. <laughs> Don't say it's ESP or it's energy or it's, it's God and it's the working of the Spirit, and it's the gifts of the Spirit working in your life, and God is letting you know these things, and it's like, understand, separate what is God, so that when God speaks to you about something that just moves your heart and moves your life, you don't sit there and say, I wonder if that's God. Know that it's God and step out on that, because God can, make you, can help you take the steps that you need to step, and step out in faith, and be out of the way of evil. I remember we were in Maine. We were traveling down this alley. It was daytime. It wasn't no dark alley thing, you know. In, 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 in uh, um, Holton, Maine. No, it wasn't Holton. It was Caribou, Maine. 
Caribou, Maine, I don't think there is a dark alley. I mean, you know, it's about the size of Wimber. But anyhow, they go down, we're walking, going, driving down the street, and there's this car coming down the hill. So I'm wondering, are they going to stop? They're not going to stop. The car stops. We drive by, and I look, and there's nobody in the car. And then it starts up again and goes across the street and hits the pole. Hello. That was the unseen forces of the earth. No, it was the hand of God. <laughs> it's the hand of God. And there are things that happen in our life that keep us. We were talking the other day about things that happen, you know, growing up and all that stuff. How many times we shouldn't be here? Should be dead. <laughs> I've done so many stupid things. <laughs> but as a kid, you're growing up on a farm. You know, you don't know they're stupid till you're wrapped up in a power takeoff shaft, you know? And it's like, he's spinning you down and you're going down over and you're thinking, I shouldn't be here. And in a few moments, I'll be dead. But somehow you pull out of it. You know, being trampled in a stall and cows looking up and there are hoofs coming down on you. It's like, I don't think I'm going to live through this one and you fall out of the stall and you're still living. So these are things, and what is the hand of God? And what is the purpose of God? We see that the light of Jesus Christ is a light unto our path. A light to our path. The light of Christ shines in darkness. The darkness doesn't comprehend it. You know, you shouldn't do that with your life. Well, why not? Everybody else is. Darkness does not comprehend light. The Holy Spirit, godly character says, don't do that. Godly principles say, don't sin. Don't break God's commandments. Live a pure life. Live a God-conscious life. And, and, and darkness says, eh, everybody else is. Doesn't hurt them. Guess what? It hurts. It has sometimes <laughs> lifelong circumstances. But God has a way of speaking to us and being a light to our path. God calls his people to be lights to the nation. Our life, our godly character, isn't something we turn on by somehow having a switch that we can be Christian one moment, non-Christian the next. We have a light that is in Christ and shines in us, and, it's, and it is, you know, this light has to be connected to a source unless it, you know, for it to shine. We have to be connected to the source, and the source is Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit is the power of the Spirit flowing through us so that our light can shine before men. And what happens when people, when the light shines before men? People notice Christ. It isn't about us. It's about Him. So God calls his people to be lights to the nation. Am I on? Yeah. Uh, God, imagine what that sounds like on the, on, the, on the audio. Boom, 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 boom. That's me beating on my mic if you didn't know what it was. God calls his people to be lights to the nation. And you and I are to be lights to the whole world. Verse 14 says, you are here to be light. You're here to be light, and, and, and I like this. Bring out the God colors to the world. Anybody see the rainbows yesterday? <laughs> yeah. There was rainbows yesterday. 
At least where I was, where I was, there was a rainbow. <laughs> you like that one, huh? Where I go, rainbows follow. <laughs> I'm just Papa Smurf. <laughs> I'm just all blue inside. Yeah, then they have rainbows in Papa Smurf world. I have no idea. I forget it's been so long. Oh, it's Care Bears. That's what it is. I'm Papa Care Bear. That's it. I'm a Care Bear. I got rainbows everywhere. <laughs> what happens when a rainbow? Well, there's a storm. It's raining. There's sun shining in a rainstorm. Give me a break. Sun shines in a rainstorm. Hello? How many places was it raining and the sun shining not too far away yesterday? You know, it happens. If I said, there's sunshine in a rainstorm, you'd say, you're nuts. But we know it happens. Guess what? You are the light of Christ in a troubled world. And it says, bring out the God colors to the world. So your light... What's all that that goes on with the light coming through the, the crystals, the rain droplets? What is it called? Ver prism. Prism. When the light goes through the rain, it's the prism effect that brings up, not prison, prism. <laughs> I'm going to the prison, Pastor said, and be a rainbow. <laughs> no, you are a light to the world, and as the light shines through the rain droplets it is a prism and that prism creates the rainbow you are the light of Christ and as it enters people's lives in the difficulties there is a prism effect and the God colors to the world that God brings out is when love and grace and forgiveness and kindness and gentleness and mercy and joy and peace and patience when that light shines it brings out the God colors to the world. So whenever we read this in the Message Bible, you're here to be light. Bring out the God colors to the world. We are the sunshine in the storm. We are the light of Christ in the darkness of people's lives. Light brings out God's colors. This love is not a secret to be kept. It is there if you were to be put on a trial. I like to, you know, if you were put on trial to be, uh, uh, for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? Well, I, I, I liken it. If we were put on trial for the amount of uh, God character we've generated, could we light a light bulb? <laughs> light of the world. Anyhow, Matthew 5. Jesus says, we're going public with this. We're going public with this. As, a, as public as a city on a hill, the message of Jesus Christ is like a city set on a hill. You can't cancel out its light. You ever drive to, you know, maybe going to Pittsburgh or going to Washington, D.C. or Baltimore and those cities, you're driving there at night and you see the light out in the distance. You know that you're getting close to the city because of the light that shines in the distance. Jesus says, you don't think I'm going to guide, going to hide you under a bucket, do you? You think, I, you think I'm going to give you this light and then put a bucket over you? 
the light that God gives us is a light that shines. I'm putting you on a light stand, and you're here to shine. (laughs) Psalm 105 says, By your words I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. The light of Jesus Christ is the light that shines on our dark path. See, not only are we a light to the world, but we are, God is a light to our own lives. And whenever we are in the doubt or darkness of decision-making, God's word is a light to our path, that we know that this is the path we are to take because the light of God shines on it. The nature of the word of God is that it is a lamp and a light. The nature of God's word is a light. It is, it is there to give us a sense of direction in darkness. You know, otherwise we wouldn't have knowledge of it. We wouldn't have knowledge of this light that God wants to shine in our lives. We wouldn't have knowledge of it. God has a way of bringing it out and, and, and creating a sense of direction, creating a purpose for life. It is the lamp which we may set up, made set up by us, and, and um, God has a way of making that lamp light up so that we can see where we're going and know where we're going and that we have a have a direction. The word is a lamp. The psalm, in, in this psalm, it also says, put me together again with your word. God, teach me your holy rules. The wicked do their best to throw me off track, but I don't swerve an inch. I inherited your book on living. It's mine forever as a gift. The word of God is a light unto our path, a light to our life, and a light to the world around us. God is the treasure, and, the, and you see, think of it as the, the light of God shining in the darkness, and the darkness is the prism that brings out the God colors. So you are a rainbow of life, and a rainbow of and light creates that rainbow in your life, and where you are going. And the light of Jesus Christ shines on our path. And it gives us direction. It gives us a sense of where we are going and what we are to do with our life and what, how the God is going to work in us to create, create life and give us hope in this life and in the life to come. It is the word of God that comes to us in our hearts, our lives. You see, it is a character, God character. God colors, <laughs> the colors of God in his love and his grace and his mercy. God hears us when we pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for being the treasure that we have in our life. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings that you give to us. Thank you for the light that you are to our path, the light you are to our life, and that, Lord, we become that light as a city set on a hill, You make us this light, not to put it under a bucket, but, Lord, to let it shine, to bring the God, your God colors to the world around us. Let it shine through us, Lord, not by something we create, but as we are reflective of who you are. Challenge our character. Change our character. Give us your thoughts, O God. Let us see your hand upon us as we go through each day in our life. We pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. God bless you.